Hallelujah, he is so awesome. He is so amazing. Well, I'm so excited today because more and more Jews are coming to the knowledge of the truth that Yeshua is the Messiah that they have been waiting for and longing for, that Yeshua is the desire of the nations. Now, I can't say that at large, all the Jews have accepted Jesus, but more and more are coming in. God is bringing in the harvest and God longs for the Jewish people to acknowledge that Yeshua is the Messiah. God longs for all to be saved and none to come, I mean, none to perish, but for all to come to the knowledge of the truth. But he, you know, has a special place in his heart too. I'm not saying it's better or more, but I do believe there's a special place in his heart because Jesus came through the lineage the Jewish lineage, and he came for the lost sheep of Israel. In fact, uh, we can read about in Matthew that when there was a non-Jew, a woman from Canaan, and she came to Yeshua, to Jesus, seeking a healing for her daughter that was grievously vexed by a demon, Yeshua ignored her initially. And then when the disciples, you know, told him to send her away, then he turned, and, and uh, I'm going to read that, Matthew 15, 24. But he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So Jesus was clearly saying, you know, that, that he was on a mission from God, that God's heart was set on reaching the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Why is that? That's because God had a covenant with them. God made a covenant with Israel, and the bread... That, he, that Jesus also said was not meat to take and to cast it to dogs. That bread was, you know, the, the covenant meal. The bread that the lost sheep, the sheep of the house of Israel were entitled to. Because that was the covenant promises. God's blessings and promises come with his covenant. And he had promised Abraham that, you know, he would give him a name and a land and make his descendants as numerous as the stars of heaven and the sand of the sea, and that he would be a blessing to the nations. And the house of Israel were, you know, in this lineage. Now we can read in the book of Romans that in Isaac, the seed is called, praise God. But the house of Israel is, is whom God sent Jesus to reach. So it is so amazing that we at now as Gentiles through the new and everlasting covenant, we don't have to find, you know, scraps like this woman did. Praise God. She had great faith and she, you know, told Yeshua that even the dogs get the eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. So praise God, she was able to get some residual blessings that came down from that covenant table and her daughter was healed. But now, because of the death, burial, and resurrection of Yeshua, because he defeated death, hell, and the grave, and he rose victorious, and he's pouring out his spirit upon all flesh, he said, if whosoever will believe, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart, you can receive the Holy Spirit. And now, as believers in God through Christ and having his Holy Spirit, now we are in covenant. Praise God. 
Even as Gentiles, he's grafted us into the commonwealth of Israel. We are no longer strangers. We are no longer foreigners. We are no longer dogs seeking for a crumb. But we get to eat of the bread because he is the bread of life. Praise God, Yeshua, Jesus, the one that came for the lost sheep of Israel, has adopted us in and now he's given us the privilege and the honor of being a light to his own people, to his own nation that God chose to give the co- the promises and the covenants and the giving of the law and the ordinances. Israel, that God chose as a holy nation, he has allowed blindness in part to fall upon them, but he is using the Gentiles, the Gentile believers to be a light to them, to bring them back because God... You know, it it speaks of Paul, actually, Apostle Paul speaks of in the book of Romans that God has not cast away his people. He has allowed blindness in part to fall upon them. But just as we received mercy through them, because they were the ones, praise God, that preserved the scriptures meticulously. They were the ones that God revealed his identity through and his nature through and gave the law and dealt with them and prepared the way and made a way, you know, all the foreshadowing and everything that was pointing to the Messiah. And through that bloodline, God brought a Messiah, even though the word, of course, came from heaven to earth, but it was through that the heritage, the lineage of Israel, that the Messiah was born in fulfillment of the scriptures. And so because of their obedience to, to God and because of them being a holy people and a holy nation, Yeshua, Messiah, came on the scene. He was born in Beit Lachim, the house of bread. And he fulfilled, you know, he, everything he did was in fulfillment of the scriptures and the prophecies. Praise God. So through them, we have received mercy. We have received mercy to know this God, to be adopted into that commonwealth of Israel. And now by the grace and mercy of God, we can extend mercy to them to help them see that all this that they did through the ages and everything that they were longing for and crying out for and you know, everything that the law and the tabernacles and the symbolism and the prophecies were pointing to and speaking of is the Messiah that we have, Yeshua, Jesus, the one that shed his blood because he's a Passover lamb. Praise God, we have the opportunity to tell them, look, look in Isaiah, Yeshahu 53, you know, the, the prophecies that speak of him that was wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes, we are healed. We have the blessed opportunity to explain to them and to, and to share with them the good news of the gospel that this that those stripes were the very stripes that Jesus Yeshua took upon his back and that he was pierced on that cross. He is the Messiah. He is the fulfillment of the scriptures. He is the desire of the nations. He is the one that defeated death, hell, and the grave. He is the one that ascended on high and led captivity captive and gave gifts to children of men. He is the resurrection and the life. And so praise God, even as Apostle Paul had a zeal for Israel, he said he wished he could be accursed for his brethren's sake. We 
have to stir ourselves. Actually, God stirs us in that same passion if we'll let him to reach the Jews because he still longs for the Jews to say, Baruch Kabbalah Hashem Adonai. He still longs for the Jews to come to the knowledge of the truth. Salvation is for the Jew first and for the Greeks. Hallelujah. The Jews first and for the Gentiles. Praise God. Then God is bringing Jews into his kingdom. And we, praise God, have the honor and the privilege of being a light to them. And the book of Romans also speaks that we will provoke them or God will provoke them to jealousy through the church. And that's why it's so important for us to know the covenant that God has brought us into so that we can shine in that covenant. God wants to rid the church of the paganism that has infiltrated the church because the Jews certainly aren't going to see the God of Israel when they, when they look upon the celebration of the, of, of, of the Messiah's death and see that the church, you know, is hunting Easter eggs. They're not going to see the God that parted the Red Sea in a reflection of that because that came from, you know, a goddess of paganism and God hates idolatry. God hates paganism. So God wants to rid the church of these pagan ways and the traditions of men that make the word of God of none effect and to bring us back to his calendar and his ordinances and his truth because God established his identity through Israel and through the pattern that he gave Moses on the mountain and through the holy days, the festive days and through his ordinances and his law, his truth that when we take heed and align ourselves with those truths, the covenant relationship and the blessings of Abraham flow through us to be a light to the Jews. And and in the book of Romans, it says when the Jews accept the Messiah, it's like life from the dead, praise God, because they receive the fullness of the resurrection power of Yeshua and all the Torah and the, and the, you know, the right, the Tanakh, which is the Torah and the Nevi'im, the prophets and the writings, the Ketuvim, that's an acronym uh, that stands for, for, it's basically essentially the same as our Old Testament, but that word of God that's in their heart, God breathes life into it. And it is life from the dead. It is exciting when the Jews accept the Messiah and there is a ripple effect that just, you know, flows to the nations and they praise God. They are, you know, brought back to life. God wants to bring them, bring them, put the life of the Holy Ghost in them for them to know that Jesus is the Messiah that they've been longing for, that they've been preparing the way for, that the scriptures that are in their heart uh, speaks of. And so praise God. Let's just pray that God will clean the, you know, prepare his bride without spot or blemish, that he'll clean our hearts, anything in our hearts that does not witness and testify uh, as a light to the Jews and to the nations that God will just root it out and that his covenant blessings will flow. You know, the Bible says that when we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, prosperity, we, we receive prosperity because it says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. So there's prosperity that flows. And so praise God as we pray um, and as we align with cov- the, the, you know, we are adopted into the Commonwealth of Israel. And we are, um, 
you know, in covenant, the new and everlasting covenant of the Messiah. But as we walk in that power of the covenant and that covenant relationship with God, we will be a light. So let's pray. Father, Father, thank you, Father, that you will just um, purge our hearts from anything that is not of covenant, Father God, that is not uh, in alignment with your the covenant relationship that you've called us to. And thank you, Father God, for making us a light to the Jews and to the Gentiles. Thank you for just sanctifying your bride and preparing your bride without spot or blemish. And thank you, Father God, for the worldwide harvest that you're bringing in, Father. And God, we cry out for the Jews that they will say, Baruch kapa Arunai. They will receive the Messiah. Hallelujah. Father, your word says all of Israel shall be saved that you will turn away, Father God, the captivity of Jerusalem. Father God, in the mighty name of Yeshua, bring them in. Bring them in. Bring them into the new and everlasting covenant through Yeshua, the Messiah. And thank you, Father God. Thank you for using the church. That when they look upon the church, when they look upon Christians, they won't see paganism, Lord. They'll see their God. And they'll know that we have their God. And they'll want the same God we have. And they'll realize that Praise God that Yeshua is the tree of life, that Yeshua is the heritage. He is all in all. All things are by him, through him, to him. So, Father, thank you for salvation for the Jews and for the Gentiles. Let your glory cover the earth as vast as the waters covers the seas. In Yeshua's mighty name, amen.